1: All right, folks. Welcome back to this Mount West Bar- ba- oh excuse me, basketball podcast. As I slide into my chair here, <laughs> check us out. that's how it is. I didn't want to lean over and fall, man. Like, gotta get the good position here at the table. Mwy. dot com you can Check out all of our stuff, including uh, New Mexico fans reacting to the win. Good, good on you. We'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, Eli Becker. how you doing, Eli? The uh, Wolfpack dream of twenty percent rate of going undefeated is poof. It's gone.
0: Yeah, I'm still recovering from last night's Bears loss, so oh, I'm <laughs> I'm still uh, coming back from that. But uh, yeah, this is a good change of pace. So <sighs> that's good.
1: Not to say anything, but my Cowboys won, so yeah. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> man. <laughs> Barely, but
1: <laughs> but the Texans look awful. I'm like, oh, God, jeez, come on. All right, this, not, this is not football. This is college hoops. So <laughs> clearly, the power rankings we've done, the write-ups we've done about Nevada. Not that it's been boring. Because it's not been boring. The order has been just a mess, and we just kept it the same mostly. But now we got some excitement.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot of movement this week.
1: A lot of movement because, well, league play starts. We can actually know a little bit because who beat who or who beat whom. Which one is it? I don't know. But people have lost. Uh, a couple of things we know. Uh Nevada's here's the thing, too. Let's just start a Nevada game. Let's not jump around and get to it. Let's start right away because that's what people mm-hmm. want to hear. Eighty-five fifty-eight. Nevada was a – what were they? Shoot, I had 16 – 17 point favorite, Ken Palm. I believe that's what I, it was. I
0: think Ken Palm had it maybe at 15, 15. but it, it was someone that ranged like 15 to 17.
1: I picked New Mexico would cover, but obviously not win, so I get half credit <laughs> or something. <laughs> but this game, like, I, we talked about it like multiple times. Nevada can't get behind 10 to 15 points and win every single time, mm-hmm. even for how down we think the Mountain West is, because it's not really good. There's not many good teams at the moment. Maybe New Mexico will come into play and improve and proved a lot of a strong UNLV looks much better. After, well, better, I guess. They've been playing quite well. But I didn't. if, if we were to expect the team, we never thought it would be New Mexico who would not only get a lead, but hold on to the lead. We figured maybe, at talent-wise, at San Diego State, maybe New Mexico, but I thought they were a little bit farther on the list, right?
0: Yeah, and it was almost wire-to-wire wire for New Mexico, too. Nevada led 2-0 to zero, a little bit more than a minute into the game, and then that was it. And uh, I still thought that the Wolfpack... Had a run in them at least at halftime when they trailed by double digits, mm-hmm. but it just never came. And um, the Lobos secured this major victory. I didn't completely rule out the idea that the Lobos could pull off this upset because they have been playing better defense lately. But to do it in the fashion where they knock off a top 16 by 27 points, it's just not something I would have ever guessed.
1: Well, a couple things too. What's, uh, what's also awesome or ironic is that the uh, huge comeback New Mexico fa- or Nevada had at New Mexico was basically two years to the day, and then no comeback, clearly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one. That's kind of cool to happen, but also, those uniforms, amazing, oh, yeah, right?
0: fantastic, yeah.
1: They said it's a one-time deal. It cannot be a one-time deal. They have to wear it more than once, or something, do something with it, right?
0: Yeah, I think Anthony Mathis, who uh, led New Mexico in scoring that night with 27 points, he had already mentioned that he wants to bring those uniforms back, and if they work the first time, you know how superstitious some of these athletes can get um, they definitely want to bring it back again, but yeah, it was just it was an incredible performance by New Mexico, and I think the big takeaway here is that Nevada needs to figure out how to beat a zone defense mm-hmm. because this is something that's been an issue for this team as long as Musselman's been in Reno, and we can even look back. I was reading a Sports Illustrated article uh, earlier this morning, which referenced the Washington scrimmage they had earlier this year, and. The Wolfpack got killed at home by Washington, minus their best player. But I think a lot of that is due to the fact that the Huskies play solely 2-3 zone defense. And the Wolfpack just couldn't get it going on offense. And we see it again with New Mexico, who has transitioned to a zone defense because the man-to-man which just obviously was not working. And that's a big hat tip to Paul Weir that he's able to implement a completely different style of defense mid-season and has already benefited from that it's uh, pretty impressive but i mean nevada has to get this thing figured out because otherwise teams are just going to run zone against them and they're going to have trouble scoring
1: well they're not shooting their way out of it they're 4 of 22 yep. they like also caleb and cody martin had probably their worst game ever combined like two, what 17 total points so which one i hate it here it says c martin so i had to click the person to see exactly who <laughs> it was caleb was two of four i knew one of them was terrible two of 14 caleb but they only had Caroline, who did pretty well, but they missed too many free throws, which... Okay, had they gone 22, 27, six more points, that probably wouldn't make a difference. It's still losing by 21. Mm-hmm. And they almost lose by 30, and they got to... Here's the thing. the beat his own defense, Either either shoot, shoot well, which they aren't. If not, you have to somehow drive, pass and drive, to make somebody have to step up to guard you to get somebody open somewhere else on the court that's closer. Mm-hmm. So... I know, I know. Nevada likes to hang on the outside. They pass and shoot threes, but if it's not going. You think you got enough good guys? Drive to the basket, make somebody double you, or make somebody do a step forward or two, and then maybe go behind the hoop to get a backdoor, get a closer shots. Maybe move the defense to the left or right. Somebody comes to the, one of the back sides or the front side to get a pass, just driving to the hoop, striking. And can just they're pretty athletic to get it and go to the hoop because they like to go to the free throw line. I know it's different with the zone, but if you go and attack it, there's going to be three guys on you. You're probably going to get fouled if you just attack the basket and get up some shots. And so it's like, you got to fix your offense to do something like that. When teams are going to now just push the zone and say, all right, fine. shoot a three pointer. We don't care. You're not going to make it.
0: And that's why I thought that Nevada was going to have a bit of a comeback because we've seen them move from more perimeter shooting to attacking the basket in recent games. And, I'm looking at the Arizona State matchup that they had. Wolfpack trailed by 15 in the first half, and the jump training was terrible. Caleb Martin finished the game 1 of 10 from deep, um, and they were just 3 of 18 as a team. But they started to pick up some momentum and really score some points when they attacked the basket. Caleb Martin still finished with 15. Um, He did a much better job getting to the rim, and same with Jordan Caroline. And that is something that I think this team needs to figure out. They're going to suffer a number of more losses, the remainder of the season and i know a lot of teams don't play like new mexico does or has the talent and size that new mexico does but this zone is going to continue to give this team issues and now that the rest of the country knows at least at this point that nevada that nevada struggles against a zone defense you know that some other teams are going to try to mix it in
1: yeah at least either maybe not start with it but go back and forth also you turn the ball over your minus five turnover margin you i don't know you go to the free throw line ten, eleven more times there's a lot of things where it's just a, it was a mess overall it's like their worst game and probably probably worst defeat almost ever with muscleman right
0: up there it would have to be yeah i would think so so
1: what about new mexico what does this mean for them because it's all nevada nevada yeah they should have won they are the better team new mexico which i probably well like i said they're not very good because we didn't know who was good or not because you can tell me New Mexico, San Diego State, Boise State, like it's a toss-up essentially almost. We'll get a bit more clear within the league, like comparing actual, oh, we played the same team, we, we're in the same league, we know who's good or not, or at least better above you or below you. Is this a team that could can stick with us the rest of the way? Because Anthony Mathis had 27 points, he had Vance Jackson, 18 off the bench. Mathis didn't shoot great. He chucked up 14 threes, happened to make five of them, which is great. <laughs> and it went to the free throw line and you had like Colton Bragg nearly had a double double, had a couple blocks as well. And also not to mention six overall as a team. Is this New Mexico team elevated, how high? Like would they be better than first no cause or Utah State who Nevada crushed at home in an opener?
0: Well it's it's hard to say because we're still trying to understand what this New Mexico team is going to look like going forward. But I think there are a number of parallels between the trajectory of this year's team and last year's team, because as we know Last year's team really struggled out of the gates. They were just 2-8 and eight to start the year against D1 competition. And then things really started to turn around once they um, played more up-tempo basketball and got after it defensively. And now that Paul Weir has implemented this different style of zone defense, which really isn't a particular zone, whether it's 2-3 or 3-2. I know Jeff Grammer even mentioned 4-1 because it's just... It's pretty disorganized right now, and they're still trying to figure <laughs> out how to run it. And I think a lot of the players on this team just aren't really familiar with how to run his own defense. But it clearly has worked in their first few matchups. So uh, New Mexico definitely has the pieces to return to what we thought they would be heading into the year. And I think they certainly have more potential than San Diego State right now to uh, meet their preseason expectations. Um, but this is... A 27-point win over a top five, top six team—that's definitely um, a bit of an anomaly, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But it's—it's it's definitely a sign going forward that New Mexico is going to compete, and it would not be a surprise if they uh, finish up with a two or three seed if this trend continues uh, for the Mountain West tournament.
1: I think grammar put out. This is the tied the biggest, largest margin of victory gets a top ten team at home, something like that.
0: Uh, yeah, I I tried to do a bit of research on that, but the he Sports had it, Reference Play Index only goes back a few years.
1: He had it somewhere. I should look and see. Maybe I can pull it up right here because I was looking over. Uh, Yeah, Sunday's or Saturday's game tied largest margin victory against a ranked opponent and largest ever versus a top-ten opponent.
0: Wow. Well, so that's the, impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Their uh, last one against a top-ten team was uh, get San Diego State when they were seventh back in 2014. Oh. So, there you go. I found that right. I actually happened to have, have the article
0: open. Also for Nevada <laughs>
1: – Oh, really quick. Interesting you note. Know, did you see where New Mexico jumped in Ken Kempom?
0: Oh, I didn't see it.
1: 40 slots. They're 184. They're now uh, 144.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that trend can continue because they still are the underdogs in a number of these upcoming Mountain West matchups I think that they could flip. So I um, would not be surprised to see New Mexico go on a similar type run as they did last year.
1: And also Nevada, eight people just came out since we're doing this Monday. Nevada only dropped to 10. Which is a little surprise. I thought it'd be maybe 12-ish.
0: Where do you think on a national scale this team belongs right now?
1: Here's the thing: they haven't played anybody. That's the problem too. Like I know Gary Perry's put him, I think 14 or fifteen in his uh what top twenty-five and one on Sunday morning. I think it was. But like, here's the thing: they struggle against the defense. Isn't very good. They rely on outscoring people, but when their shots aren't falling, they don't attack the hoop. And they're always behind. But against even like losing to New Mexico is one thing. They were behind early, which isn't shock. They are behind by eight or ten points. But they've been behind against Tulsa, Grand Canyon, USC, Arizona State. Struggle versus Akron to win by six. They're not. They're not a top ten team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would probably slot them more in the thirteen to fifteen range. They have. But t- then, then, uh. then to play like devil's advocate here, and I know that Utah State isn't like a nationally ranked team right now. But um, Nevada just killed the Aggies to they open did. conference play by 23. So mm-hmm. I, it's that's what makes this team a bit hard to gauge right now. And I know that the styles of play are very different between Utah State and New Mexico and home versus away and all that. But you open up with a 23-point win against what was thought at the time to be the second-best team in the conference, and you get absolutely slaughtered on the road. So it's it's hard to tell, especially with Nevada playing from behind in so many of these games. Um, I think there's a lot that we need to still figure out about this Wolfpack team going forward. But I would probably slot them in the 13 to 15 range in terms of national rankings.
1: And it wasn't a fluke. to Mexico won. It wasn't like they had a huge run, had somebody have like a... Yeah, Mathis had 27 points, played very good. Like I said, he was 5 of 14. He wasn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't going 10 of 12 from three-point range or something nuts. This was... Yeah, he led the way in scoring. They had three guys in double figures. They played good defense. They made all the free throws, and they shot okay from the field overall. Like they were only thirty-seven percent. So it's not like they were off the charts, sixty-five mm-hmm. and fifty from two-point, three-point range. They were right. playing just well, well enough. Like it wasn't yeah, you know, just yes, there's a bad game by Nevada, but New Mexico forced a bad game.
0: Yeah, it's it's not like New Mexico just shot the lights out. It was just a it was just a beatdown.
1: Yeah, they it's and that's what we were concerned. They've been concerned. earlier. was like, okay, there's gonna be a game where they're down eight to twelve and they can't come back. Like this would have been different. Say this game was because uh, they lose by almost thirty, which is pretty bad. I don't care it's whoever you lose to, New Mexico is okay and, or anybody great or not good. Lose by thirty is terrible. But it, had it been say like a ten point loss where it's like, oh, they were down. The Mexico's ahead between six and fourteen the whole game and just held them off. That would have been better, I guess. But I don't know.
0: You know, there's a part of me throughout that night just following along with the game that made me think I could see Eric Musselman at the podium in or during the NCAA tournament saying that that was probably the, going to be the most important game of the season for for Nevada because I think they certainly need to change things, and this has to be a major major wake up call to this team losing by 27 points to new mexico and i think it could be a good turning point for nevada but if they aren't able to fix the issues that are lingering right now uh there's no way that this team is going to live up to the high preseason expectations.
1: yeah they got san jose state this week which they'll be fine but they go to fresno and then boise who looks to be maybe getting a tad better
0: Mm -hmm. yeah those are some tough matchups too i would not be super surprised if fresno or boise kept it close
1: so i don't know all right we'll move on to the other teams because there are other teams at conference if you're wondering it's not just nevada Nevada. (laughs) how many
0: many points does uh san jose state lose by on wednesday to Mm -hmm. nevada
1: i need to do my picks and email those out right now it's almost a it's a 30 no um ken palm has 85 57 that line's what 28 points yep oh man that's a lot of points um i'd say at least 20
0: Okay, yeah, I think so too. If you're if you're Gene Prelo, do you just immediately go to the zone? Do you think? Yeah, why not? Yeah, make a beat. The shot. Make them
1: beat it. See if they can do it.
0: San no. Jose State has some big bodies too, so uh, they won't be intimidated by that.
1: Now, what you do? You play. Now, you, you play. Well, you can be you can be cr- not cruel, but you can go zone directly, or let's play man. Well, I guess you don't want to give up easy baskets if that's the case, but maybe do a kind of fool them a little bit. Do sort of a matchup zone kind if they if that's in their repertoire. And then uh-huh. go to a full zone afterwards. Just do something like that where it's like the Mexico zone was gar- not garbage, but like I said, it was unorganized and they've never done it. So was yeah. it wasn't it even here's the thing it's not even like it's a good zone defense. It was effective, but it's not like it was organized or we're going to do what <laughs> Syracuse does or other teams do when they want to run a zone because that's what they run all the time. So imagine when they play again and they play, yeah, they play again at, out in Reno, it's their zones actually practiced. So, yeah, exactly. We'll yeah. see. Um, I don't know. I'd say at least 20. What about you? Are they going to win by more than 30?
0: (laughs) Um, I'm thinking 20 to 25 range.
1: Okay. That's a lot of points. All right. So, you know what? Let's go to – we mentioned before, Boise, San Diego State. Um, Oh, man. San Diego State is – why are they losing by 20-something points to Boise State, who was like – had Leon Rice's worst record at non-conference play, I believe, ever.
0: Yeah, this one, uh, this was almost the fourth game this year that San Diego State has trailed by 30 points. They were down 85 to 59 um, at the end of the game. This team is just a mess right now. Um, the concerns that I had about their depth coming in has certainly been um, magnified to a certain degree because they just aren't getting production off the bench. Their defense continues to look lackluster. The games that they win are the games where they're shooting well from the three point line. That is not what happened against Boise State. They're just three of 21 from deep. So this team has transitioned from, at least from what we saw from Steve Fisher's teams, is the defense held the Aztecs or, or kept the Aztecs in the games. And now it's the offense that is doing that, or in this case, not doing that, because Santa State has suffered another 20 plus point loss this year. And you just have to wonder where this team is. Moving forward because they just look so disorganized and um, it seems you know, a lot of issues.
1: Here's a weird thing: like they play, they play two, three, four, six guys off the bench in this game. They scored eight points total, which is not good, but they also only t- took what f- they three. They made three shots for those eight points, a couple of free throws, but they shot like three of eleven, three of twelve. But these guys combined for like over sixty minutes of game time. Why are they even playing if it's not productive? Why not keep in? Like, McDaniels had 14, or Watson, who had 24. I know Watson played 36 minutes, but Hemsley, he played bad, but 27 minutes? like, why, if your bench isn't doing anything, why keep them in more than, like, eight minutes each, tops? Or why even go that deep? Like, Seiko played 20, he played starter minutes more than, Mitchell didn't have foul trouble, I don't think. Did he get hurt or something? He's only played 13 minutes. But even if that's not the case, they played too many people on the bench, the bench doesn't warrant that if they're not scoring. Compared think, to Boise, yeah, Boise yeah, almost in right. had 30 on the bench with 29 minutes. Yeah,
0: you're right about uh, the depth issues here, especially with Matt Mitchell because he already had four fouls by halftime because he had – Oh, there a, it is. Qu- he had I was a looking quick at – it two, oh, I see. They had three people foul technical.
1: out. Three people. <laughs> I missed yeah, that. I was looking at turnovers that's... for fouls. I was like, wait, no foul trouble? No. But yeah, three guys fell out, that's – oh, man, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. I don't know. Is Boise State any better cuz they haven't they're only 7-8. They are two and oh conference play. Is it I don't know cuz they've like looking at the lost the Idaho State lost, Illinois State, Drake, not very good. Almost beat Grand Canyon, but
0: I don't know. they I think they're improving. I think they're certainly improving. They've played better the last four games. They had that one-point loss to Marymount and the 12-point loss to Oregon uh before this Twice. <laughs> this better. Yeah, this better. Uh, four game run. But I think at least at this point I like Boise better than San Diego State and that's easier to say after a twenty four point beatdown, but at least Boise State has some depth. I'm just really concerned about San Diego State's depth and their inability to play defense and um Boise State was eight of twenty two from three point range. That's not great, but that's still a number that does not set sit well with San Diego State because they're really having issues defending the perimeter.
1: Better than three of twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> So there, it's we'll see how – we'll have a rankings up today from everybody. I think I put Boise one spot higher than San Diego State, like fifth, sixth spot, I believe. So we'll see. Also, let's go to UNLV. Um, is UNLV actually going to be good, Eli? Because they have a couple good players on their team now, it seems like.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they started off playing arguably two of the three worst teams in the conference. So that definitely makes things easier. They only won they, – they won uh, the Colorado State game by two points and the Wyoming game by 12 points. So I don't know. I, I think without Shakir Juicin, I still have some questions about this team, but at least they aren't losing these games to the bottom feeders of the conference.
1: Is Joel, our guy Damon mentioned Joel, is that how you say it?
0: Tomboy, yeah.
1: Tomboy, sorry. That's yeah. I'm so terrible. I, I figured the and I'm like, what are you doing? I got two <laughs> options to say and I missed it.
0: <laughs> he is really good. Yeah, he's, he's been playing. I think he recorded at least one player of the week award this season. He's been playing really good basketball, too, and I think he's stepping into that role that UNLV needed was this kind of efficient scorer. Uh, he's shooting over 40% from three-point range and doing pretty well overall from the field, and that's what they needed. They needed some guy that can knock down some jump shots. He's also efficient from the line. So that helps out a ton. And he's also grabbing over six boards a game, so he's a bit versatile as well.
1: Yeah, looking at what he did from game one till now, he's increased uh, minutes. Somehow, it's an interesting fact, there's an error here. When they played Oakland, he had zero minutes, but was four from the field.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's interesting. Shooting from the bench, huh? <laughs> Apparently.
1: But like, he's had single-digit games up until Illinois. Illinois on, he's had... Seven, 13 double digits his worst game is Bucknell where he shot terrible four 17 he's been getting doub- he's had four double doubles this year and our guy Damon mentioned he's a player of year candidate probably not I'm gonna say no but he's a player that if like Justin's out they've only beat up on CSU and Wyoming he lost Justin James part of the game with uh, what ankle and shoulder issues that's a tough combination he and he also had a oh that was sorry i was looking at the wrong side again three blocks no he had one block but he gets about a block or still a game it seems like just about but he's a guy where unlv without juicing i know they're playing csu not very good playing wyoming not very good at all so maybe we'll know a bit more after who they have this week i should have their
0: schedule ready but UNLV is at New Mexico and at Air Force. So or me- at Air Force the following week, they have a bye after the yeah, New so Mexico game. They had
1: New Mexico on Tuesday, I believe, this week on the eighth. So maybe that's something where see how New Mexico rebounds from that one because they got the big win. Who knows how? We'll just see how it goes. That'll be a good test to see if UNLV is actually improving because they're good. Yeah, they have a couple. Their losses haven't been terrible either, and so but with him playing as well as at 31 points, multiple double-doubles. But the increase of going from game to game, from the first five or six games to second half, he's probably one of the best players in the conference right now.
0: Yeah, and you've seen his role increase quite a bit, as you mentioned. If you look at the minutes he's played per game, that's almost, if you graph that, that'll probably look like a straight line Pretty on much. a graph. But yeah, um, so that's, that's good for UNLV moving forward. They need someone to step up and take a bit more of that scoring role. I'm... Very curious about how that Tuesday night matchup goes at the pit because, as you said, New Mexico coming off that big win, they're definitely going to force UNLV into some jump shots, which has certainly not been the running Rebels' forte. They're 287th nationally in effective field goal percentage and 280th in turnover percentage. So that is a big cause for concern against New Mexico. But they do rebound the ball really well, even without Shakir Jusen. So I think... That is going to be something to keep an eye out and that's probably one of the most intriguing matchups this week.
1: Yeah, I think so. You have, yeah, that's on Tuesday night, ESPN 2-9 Mountain there at the, uh, Dream, I guess, DreamStyle Arena, but really, That's game. right. Come on. No, I sit there, right? It's <laughs> not WisePies. No, no more Spies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many tickets are going to sell? Is it going to be accurate? I don't know. We'll see. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else from the past week? Um, Utah State rebounded nicely over Air Force. Any other matchups from past week that are burning something
0: in your head um, no i think fresno states look pretty good out of the gates both of their first two games are double digit victories and then they have a huge week this week because they have to head to logan to play utah state and then they host nevada on saturday so we will know a lot more about this team and i'm looking further down their schedule after that nevada game they go on the road to play boise and then they host san diego state yeah, so. Aztecs or nothing, come on, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Or you're writing them off, huh? No, it's Houston it's, there. It's, it's a tough four-game stretch for Fresno State. And so if they go 2-2, two and 3-1, two, and one, I don't think they're going to sweep, go 4-0 oh in that stretch. But if they're able to um, make a good impression here, I'm curious about Fresno State's chance of moving forward. But this is a big opportunity for Fresno State.
1: Are they still the number two team, you think?
0: I think as of right now, yes, but I think a lot will be determined from that Fresno State-New Mexico game, uh, which is further down the line. Uh, Right now, I would probably put them at number two.
1: I put New Mexico number two just because that's the best one by far. And so I see where they may not – it's dumb. It's like, oh, maybe they're not necessarily the second-best team in the conference overall, but at the moment, they have to be considered the second-best team. Mm
0: -hmm. It's just a lot of forward momentum.
1: It also depends how you do power rankings each week. Is it a weekly thing? Because if it's a weekly thing, Nevada should be like 5th or 6th because they lost. It's, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You lose mm-hmm. by 30 points to a team that had an okay record. But my thinking is it's, it is a combination of what you've done the whole year. Not a little bit for the rest of the year, but I'm going like, here's what you've done so far for the year. You deserve to be ranked here or here. But then you have a, a performance. Like, had they say it was New Mexico by 5, still a good victory. I might move them up to probably still put them behind Fresno and Utah State. Mm-hmm. But they get that win. I'm going to put them at number two for this week and see. Don't blow it for me, Lobos, but I'm just
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I Yeah, it all comes down to what your philosophy is. I guess mine is just ranking the teams in order of which I think, how do I phrase it, which teams would beat the other team on a neutral floor, if I were to guess from this point moving forward. So I don't know. We all have our different philosophies, but to the New Mexico fans that want me to slot UNM above Nevada this week, I'd say uh, hold off on that for a little bit. I did not uh, do that. I'm just it, is, it is one game, um, but I think there are definitely some good signs for New Mexico going forward, so it's it'll be intriguing. I think just every week we're going to have a new wrinkle that makes this Mountain West season so much fun, and um, by the time you look up in March, there's going to be a lot of different headlines that come around throughout the season.
1: How much are you going to watch Air Force Colorado State on Tuesday night? Uh, you can say zero. That's fine. See, I mean, wait, which what channel is it on? Um, probably the Mountain West Network. It's, I'm on ESPN. I should have the actual guide up here. But um, we'll look and see. I'm not sure. Here's what I'll – if I'm going to watch that game, can Nico have a tw- another 2020 night?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he probably can. He did against UNLV. but Twice you have this to,
1: year. Twice. You
0: have to feel sorry for him because that's the reason they lost because he had that tough goaltending call right oh, at the end of the game. brutal. I know. Handed UNLV the win. Um, was that – did I mention – on the last podcast that I thought that game was going to come down to a game winner.
1: I don't recall. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't remember either. All right. We'll have to run the tape back. At we'll some, look but and see if that's but anyways, case. going back to your question, that is not the game that i really want to tune in on Tuesday night. I might stop by for a second and see what's going on, but UNLV New Mexico. I'm, I'm curious to how that one goes. And then we have Fresno state, Utah state on Wednesday night. And whatever in the world happens with Nevada San they stay.
1: For the record, it's on AT and T Sportsnet. <laughs> okay. So where you're at, you probably can stream it for free, or it might be on your Root Sports Northwest or whatever it's called now, the Gonzaga yeah. Channel. Yeah, I can get on Root Sports. Okay. Yep. They used to be all the same, so that's where that's at. Uh, What's interesting about Wyoming State and Go State, really quick? If Justin Justin James says he's going to play, Alan Edwards chatted with the media, and but he has those two injuries, which I don't know how he's going to get out of it, because that's just a tough break and so if he's he says he's gonna play I don't know how well he'll play um ankle and shoulder injuries yeah I don't know it's Aztecs if they're going to win it's going to be don't screw up don't let your bench plants at home they probably should win but um if you're under Eli you, know, you can get in for four dollars for this game
0: four dollars for streaming
1: no 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 to be there in person if you want to be at oh, Vegas,
0: oh, oh. oh to be in yeah okay I mean that sounds pretty good would you want to, would you pay four dollars to see that game if I if I were in the area, I would definitely be going to that game. Yes.
1: Okay, let's play a game here. The BPI because this one is nuts. <laughs> oh boy! I'm just saying because it's crazy. So, I brought it up. Uh-huh. Um, clearly, Aztecs are favored. We know that. What do you think the percentages of them being favored? Like, what's the fifty fifty, sixty forty? What do you think?
0: I'm thinking I'm thinking San Diego State by quite a bit. I would say.
1: Okay, getting there.
0: San Diego State 88 percent.
1: Not quite, ninety five
0: point five percent. Ninety five. Oh my goodness, (laughs) ninety five percent. So, looks like BPI hasn't been watching the Aztecs lately. Oh,
1: I I think maybe that, and maybe maybe the Justin James factor, if that's
0: in consideration.
1: But I would have figured like eighty something percent, just because if James is okay, he can make some stuff happen.
0: Yeah, I think I think San Jose does win this game with relative ease. I mean, Wyoming is just so decimated by injuries. I don't even know if there's a guy on the roster at this point who hasn't suffered an injury to this point. Um, Justin James was the last guy, I want to say, that hadn't gotten hurt this year. Um, I guess A.J. Banks hasn't been hurt, but he was going to potentially be suspended, but that apparently never happened. Uh, so yeah, it, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's a shame because Wyoming does have some good players on this team, but just so many injuries has caused the Cowboys to move all the way down the ladder. At least in my power rankings, I don't know if you have Wyoming eleventh, but
1: um, I have them pretty low down there. I think um, maybe tw- I think I have Air No, yeah, probably love because I switched San Jose Air Force a couple or those three Wyoming Air Force, San Jose. I moved mm-hmm. San Jose up because not this week, but before because they've been playing close. But I think I put I think I do have Air Force Wyoming, SJSU at the bottom.
0: If Wyoming does win this game on the road. What is going to be the dialogue from Aztec fans after this game? Um. (laughs) Because I've already been receiving a ton of Fire Dutcher tweets. Like, a ton of them.
1: Um, That's going to amplify tenfold. Uh Because, especially if James barely plays and they lose. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have Justin James and he goes off for 25-plus... Okay, he could beat – like I said, if he's that good, he'll keep Wyoming in any game they play if he has a great night. And the way the Aztec defense has been allowing three-point shots to go down, if he's healthy enough to score points. But if they lose, it might be – is it ready for – I saw a tweet for season ticket football. They can go back to football, which didn't end the season well either. Mm-hmm, that's <laughs> Base, right. Baseball, that coming up soon? They're usually good at baseball, Tony Gwynnfield. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it would be – I'd have to look – we'd have to – Curate Twitter, but if they're already wanting Dutcher got now for being 8 6, why he shouldn't be fired? Clearly, yes, they lose to Boise by a lot, and Boise's not good, but man, I, it's lose to Brown, you lose to San Diego again. This so Cal is not very good, it'll be it just amplified with what you said. If they're already wanting Dutcher got now, it'll increase by quite a bit because he shouldn't lose to um, this Wyoming team. so.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are are uh, jumping a little fast on this because it, around this time last year, when San Jose was really struggling, they were eleven and seven at one point, and they were below. They were two games below five hundred after they got killed by Nevada, and that's when they started their run. So this isn't the first time we've received fired Dutcher comments, but it's crazy how quickly this thing can turn around. It's because we saw it last year with both San Jose State and New Mexico. I also received some fire Paul Weir comments as recent as two weeks ago, and now um, they're ready to build a statue outside. So I, I don't know. It's it's weird. I think everyone just needs to settle down and see how the rest of the season goes because um, as last year, if if last year was any indication, these things can get turned around pretty quick.
1: Yeah, it's year two. He made the NCAA tournament, made a huge run to win the Mountain West Conference championship. So that'll probably be there because it's fans talking, but – even if they were to go like 6-25, and 25, which is not going to be the case, he's still not going to be fired.
0: Yeah. He'll be the I, coach. I He'll be it.
1: fine. It's just it's just got suck and frustrating for how great you were for Fisher, how consistent you were, all sorts of good teams, I'd say tournament teams, winning a couple games here and there. And you're at the program where it's finally built up where Viejas is good because before Fisher's there it was a dump. Nobody cared. He actually did it and brought talent and coached well. And you'd think, not sure, yeah, he's a different guy, but he's a bit when – fisher since michigan day so it's like come on he should have keep it going you know what i mean not that it's gonna be easier hard it's gonna be both both hard times both easy times but it's like you're with this guy kind of you don't want i know you want to do your own thing but you want to emulate what was successful at least and maybe add tweaks here and there Mm
0: -hmm.
1: all right so anything else so we got wednesday huge fresno state utah state oh boy how is that game on the mountain network only oh geez
0: i don't know (sighs) It's too bad. But as long as we have a place to find it, I think we'll be all right. But, it's yeah, it's too I,
1: bad. I guess everybody can see it because I guess you don't have ESPNU for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> weird. Like, everyone complains about not having 12 network. I have that in HD and all that good stuff. And good then uh, I don't get ESPNU. So,
1: That's why I, I use my uh, Fubo trial. House. I got somebody complaining about our Fubo TV trial. I'm like, hey, you can watch the game for free. You reply, back. nothing's for free. You have to put a credit card in. You have to cancel by <laughs> certain days. I'm like – yeah, but it's like, it's still canceled after the game. I've done that a few times this year. Signed up for football because I don't have CBS Sports Network because my where I live right now, I'm s- saddled with DirecTV and it's a complex package, which be like a unit package, which means if I want to upgrade, it's not, oh, $5 or $10 to upgrade to the next set of channels. It's like $22. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that for like CBS Sports Network or Fox movie, FX movie channel, which is nice, but no, I'm not paying that much. So I'll get free trials. I'll watch the... Extended twenty game recaps of, on YouTube, people put up or stuff like that for some of these, but just we're trying to hook you up, folks. Just yes, it takes a credit card, it doesn't charge it, cancel, and you're done after the game. You know what I mean? Come on, yeah,
0: that's perfect. See, the problem with me is I I can do those free trials, but then I forget to cancel them. That's and right. then I and then I pick up my uh, uh my report to see all my Spanish and stuff. Go, what what is that? What, what's this fifty dollars charge know.
1: to Fubo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why Eli use your Google Assist or Siri of some sort. Hey, cancel this. Yeah. Day. <laughs> I make that's sure right. I put a note. Cancel. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I canceled. So, but regardless, big game. Utah State Fresno State at the Spectrum, Logan, Utah, league game. This. Um. You so you said New Mexico UNLV is your top game of the week? Yeah, I, I think so. More so than Fresno, Utah State or Fresno Nevada.
0: Oh, that's tough. As no, okay, no, Fresno-Nevada. <laughs> okay. I would say first half game of the week would be UNLV-New Mexico, second half game of the week, Fresno State and Nevada.
1: Obviously, intrigue of Nevada or UNLV-New Mexico is because can the Lobos do it again? Not the upset, but continue that type of play and see how different styles, see if they can do it. And if UNLV as well. UNLV Rebels are playing mm-hmm. better. Can they go into the pit and get a big victory? The winner of that game it's still early to say anything beyond like definitive, but that'll be a must game to watch on ESPN two at the pit a little bit later, eight Pacific nine there in the Albuquerque get some wise guy's pizza ahead of the game.
0: There you go. (laughs) Sounds like a plan.
1: And first, us, let's see I we will see what Sam Merrill does. We'll see if Deshaun Taylor, how well he's back from the elbow separation, but this is a game like, what does Ken Palm have as rating on this one? It should be, I'm going to guess like a three point difference. Five points
0: close enough. Let's see. it's five. five okay so
1: is Utah State because they blew it versus Nevada like are they gonna blow it versus Fresno State because of how bad they lost
0: well I think Utah State was kind of tight heading into that Nevada game they looked a bit shell-shocked and I think that they'll be a bit more confident now moving forward they have their first conference one under their belt and Fresno State is is just a different team than Nevada not to say that they're on a different tier or anything along those lines, but I think Utah state will be more comfortable playing in front of their home fans. So I think this will be a pretty competitive matchup.
1: Do you think they'll get the victory
0: Utah state? Yeah. At home. Um, I, yeah, I, I I think so, but this game could go either way. It's probably a coin flip for me at this point. I think 68% favor for Utah state might be a little bit high, but again, it comes down to how healthy Deshaun Taylor is, uh, whether he's looking good or not. And, uh, Utah State playing in front of their home crowd. I, I I'll give the edge because of that.
1: I th- I think so too because we've seen the Mountains play for years. Home court is huge.
0: Yeah. And so I'm guessing Utah State wins mostly
1: because of that, but well, partly not mostly, but there's a good reason why they'd win because they're home. So then we got um really quick Nevada Fresno flip around. What hmm. um this is a we'll see Nevada Nevada does versus San Jose State, which they should easily take care of business, but if they're taking on Fresno. On the road, Fresno. Remember, back-to-back road games for Fresno as well. That's a evening game. At uh, I'm glad this Saturday, the games are Mountain time here.
0: One, two, two, four, and six.
1: What was last week where every game started at six or seven?
0: Yeah, I think the earliest one out here in Pacific time zone was six. I think
1: five or they're all within an hour of all these games yeah. start on Saturdays. Like spread them out a little bit. If you got some overlapping, that's fine. So, yeah. but that game's on ESPNU five p.m. out there in the uh, Central Valley. What's the BPI? Let's go for it. What do you got?
0: I will go with Nevada as a... As you should? <laughs> as a 80% favorite. No. Tighter? S- 62. Ooh, okay.
1: Hey, they're on the road. I think maybe because of the New Mexico road loss on Lord de Fresno. And again, I think it comes down the same thing. If the Taylor's healthy enough... And can Nevada adjust if Fresno does a defensive method that doesn't suit well for the Wolfpack?
0: I think this has got to be at least one of the more challenging two-game stretches in conference play for any team. Going on the road to play Utah State and then hosting mm-hmm. Nevada. That's that's a pretty tough two-game stretch.
1: They could win both. But I, don't, I mean, they could lose both, but I don't think they'll win both.
0: Yeah, I, I'm leaning with you on that. I think they go one-on-one. And, one. and
1: they're probably going to lose to Nevada. Because, again, not to always go back to them, but this is the best, probably the best two teams in the conference, we think.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: At worst, 1-4, 1-3, maybe 1-2. At worst, 1-4. But I would say Nevada's got to figure some things out against better teams, too. Because not to disrespect New Mexico, but nobody thought they're... We knew they had talent because last year made the title game. They made a far run. Mathis, we know, is a good player. He scored a bunch of points that game. But Nevada has enough talent to really beat every team in the league by a little bit. Not to say they'll blow everybody out like Utah State, but we know they get their best shot every week because they're un- undefeated. They made the Sweet 16 last year, went as far as they did overall in the tournament and the past couple of years, and there's all the hype around them. We know that's the case. they got to live up to that, and maybe getting beat by New Mexico by twenty something points and not even really being close, the game was never close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got within 10. So... I think the next two games are going to come out and just maybe they'll do the frustration against San Jose State go up twenty five to six and cruise to like an eighty to sixty victory, but that's fine. I don't care. I don't care what they do versus San Jose State. I want to see what they do versus Fresno State. And Fresno State has probably a, a little bit more talent than than New Mexico, especially if Taylor's back there and he's good to go. Like this will be. I want to see Nevada win like a close game, but not where they have to come from behind. I want it yeah, to be I agree. anywhere from like a six-point swing either way the whole game. That would show me a lot more than, oh, crap, we're down by 18. Let's turn it on and score go on a 26-2 to run to win by eight. Mm-hmm. I, I forget how the Akron game played out, but a game like that where it's a few points, they're ahead by a couple, our team gets on a run, they get on a run, not like it'd be NBA-style run, but where it's within a few points either way. And they have to come down and get a, a game, not a game winner, but a, the final 90 seconds really means something.
0: Yeah, Akron's largest lead was nine with five minutes left in the first half of that game, and Nevada's largest lead was nine with four minutes left. So it was pretty tight yeah, throughout. Yeah,
1: something like that. I want to see some more of those games. Like, Or just roll a fourth, for like do what they did for Utah State. Do some, I want to see something where, it's kind. Of, I'm asking a lot, I think, to either win by 30 points. I think it's a pretty good team. But I just don't want to see them be down by 15, 10 to 12 points in the first eight minutes. It's mm-hmm. so like if you're down by a couple, whatever, if you're down by 10 at some point, not a big deal, but I don't want it to be you're down double-digit points right away and you have to have a comeback because it caught up to him once. It may catch up to him again unless they figure out his own defense to go up against or also fix your own defense. Unless somebody, you know it's terrible. You know it's not very good. Stop somebody. And Fresno, um, I'd give Fresno a toss-up chance to win this game, really.
0: Yeah? He's, I mean, So you think they're capable of doing it? Yeah. I, 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 why not? New Mexico beat them by 30. That's true. I yeah, it's just it's tough to compare these teams because I think they're so vastly different. They are. Um, I'm also I'm also curious if Fresno State wants to add some zone defense in there because I know that Justin Hudson is very much man to man oriented. He'll he will throw some pressure in there from time to time. Uh, it's a good chance for Fresno State to make a statement, certainly moving forward because they haven't. Besides the Northwestern game, they really haven't beaten anyone of that much substance so far.
1: No, they, they lost. do have
0: that loss to Utah Valley at home as well.
1: Yeah, the Miami tip in loss was terrible. That neutral site yeah. game, so yeah, it was that TC is pretty good, but yeah, you, you you lost. It's bad, but it's not like terrible. Like people, are like, oh, that's terrible. Like it's it's not good, but it's also you should have won that game.
0: Yeah, it's it's not a terrible loss. So,
1: so they because they're one thirty three pump. I don't think they'll crap crack top hundred. But let's wrap up on this. I know it's we'll talk about this probably every week about uh, tournament stuff. Because a few publications had Nevada number one overall heading into this weekend game with no legitimately zero top 50 wins on the schedule, no quadrant wins on the schedule. Let's just say they win out because that's still a possibility. They have one loss. Would they be like a three or four seed? Because remember Wichita, Wichita State a couple of years ago, undefeated got a seven seed.
0: Um. oh well, that Wichita, Wichita State undefeated team got a number one seed.
1: No, no, no. Pr- wasn't it, when they when they play Kentucky? Didn't they get a low seed,
0: or is that right? Uh, no, they were they were one seed, and then they played Kentucky in the second round. Oh, I apologize, I'm completely off
1: on that. I thought there was something. They, that's okay. okay. No, <laughs> I, I forgot about that too.
0: Um, <laughs> no, but it, no, but you bring up a good point here because Nevada had a schedule that looked at least in the preseason. I think we could agree that their schedule seemed to play out pretty well in terms of what they wanted, with some quality wins, but. BYU, they've been shaky out of the gates. They're 9-8. They've mm-hmm. struggled. USC is certainly not the team we thought they would be. Loyal Chicago, same with them. And Arizona, the
1: least, though. Top yeah, the
0: it's, it's true. Um, but Arizona State, another team who looked at least as recent as two weeks ago to be the best and only good team out of the Pac-12. They've lost, what, three of their last five games, including home losses to Princeton and Utah. Four
1: of the last seven, actually, if you go back to Nevada. Yeah.
0: There you go. So, I mean, this schedule is falling apart a little bit. Grand Canyon isn't all that great. South Dakota State, um, you can only get so much out of them. They've already had six losses on the year. So, the bottom has kind of fallen out, out of their schedule. But I think going back to answering your question, if Nevada does win out, I would probably still say that they can compete for a two or three seed um, just on quantity of wins alone. But they're going to have to start beating up on teams to see their metrics improve because that's a major part of the evaluation this year is efficiency and winning away from home. And if Nevada's not able to blow out teams that they should be blowing out, it's going to be a major problem. And we saw just what this game, that what this one game against New Mexico did for both teams. The Lobos rose forty points in Ken Palm, and Nevada dropped from six all the way to fourteen just on one game. So they're so- going to have to start killing teams. So,
1: was, what day was the game versus New Mexico? Was it on January 5th? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you go to
1: the net rating. I was checking to see what was last updated. I thought it was daily. So, this is games through January 5th, which includes their loss. And this is a big metric for the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. Do you, have you seen where Nevada's ranked in this one? I haven't yet. No. 29.
0: Okay. See, that's they, they went from that's eight, problematic. They went
1: from 8 to 29. Yikes. And New Mexico, really quick, they... Went from one sixty three, or excuse me, rose up to one sixty three from one ninety
0: five. Yeah, see, it's it, they're not going to have games like this moving forward. I highly doubt they lose another game by double digits. But any um, loss
1: will drop them down because they'll have they'll course, have, they'll have zero course. zero quadro one victories unless Utah State could count in there if they beat them on the road. Because what's a quadro one victory for RPI or I don't even know what it is anymore
0: for for a home game.
1: Yeah, is it still by RPI for the quadrant victories, it's, or is it it's by for NET?
0: It's it's by NET. So is it it's top
1: forty or something then?
0: Top thirty for home games, top fifty for neutral games, and top seventy-five for away games. And right, right now they have zero.
1: Utah just Oh, because Utah State has a home game.
0: Yeah. So, the, so their
1: only chance for quadrant one victories would be at Fresno, at at Nevada, or excuse I me, mean, at Utah State, right? I believe.
0: Uh, home game against Utah State if they rise into the top thirty, which is very unlikely. No, no, no the
1: road game when they at Logan.
0: Oh, again. for road games?
1: Yeah, rest of the way. Yeah, that'd be Logan forty-seven, and then Fresno sixty-three. So maybe one. Yeah, I'm looking at Ken not Ned or whatever. But I'm just saying, if they're in that range, it's probably just a road game at at Utah State, possibly likely, most likely. Yeah. So just Arizona I, State maybe because it's a neutral, but like I said, they've been playing terrible. pac Twin's awful. The, Utah Nero Arizona beat Arizona. It's like, come on, how's that happen? Utah's crappy this year.
0: They probably find a way to end up with two or three quadrant one victories. But even so, that... Dwarfs and, anything else. Yeah, it, it uh, is more concerning than I thought it was when you asked me just a few minutes ago. I Because you're not going to pick up a one seat by just having one quadrant one victory. That's not going to happen. So um, it's it's a shame for Nevada, but maybe this does end up being a bit of a benefit in their favor. In the end, but yeah, zero or one or just a handful of group one wins at the end of the season is not going to get it done for a top two or three seed.
1: All right, so anything else we'd add this week after we end on that note?
0: (laughs) I don't think so. I think we covered quite a bit this week, but definitely make sure to tune into some games these following days because tuesday. we certainly have a good week
1: yeah tuesday which i forgot to send out assignments for so get, look for those shortly folks you are <laughs> if you're listening right i thought it was wednesday all wednesday this week but no we got games tuesday wednesday saturday uh oh also one thing we're doing our buddy eric sanchez who does the lobo content for us i'm f- quickly editing his a piece real quick for him about he's gonna keep track of our pixie lie so you gotta be careful
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: so that'll be up shortly. That'll we'll probably go up. It's our first one for league play only. So, and I'm gonna. That also put pressure on me to email out the hey, make your picks this week uh-huh. as well. I so, did
0: not have a good week.
1: So, I, hey, I picked Mexico against the spread. So, boom, I got there something go. right
0: barely. But I think I did too. But yeah, it, we'll see.
1: I will can see. It'll be posted this after Monday afternoon at some point. But they'll probably go up every Sunday, and we'll keep a running total. So, if you want to keep track of us, laugh at us, or say hey. Maybe I will put a few bucks on this guy's picks. This guy, person X, does really good picking.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: So check him out all the time. <laughs> Either the picks result, and they'll go up every day we have a game. So we basically make that like a pick post, and I reformat it to recaps and like some highlights. So check all that out. com's website. If you like the podcast, uh, please subscribe. Yes, not a question mark. Do subscribe to the show and let people know about it. And we'll be back probably every Sunday through League Play, and we'll see you next time, folks.